and welcome to Dice and a Slice, the only D&D 5e podcast powered by Baked Goods. My name is Joshua Gould, I am your Dungeon Master, Hot Boy, and I'm also in a brand new seat cushion. It's really comfortable and my butt is so very happy. I'm joined tonight by a slice of cherry and almond cake, which I've made because I really wanted to. It's soft, it's fluffy, it's tasty, it's cherry-yee-yee and almondy, and it's, it's just really good. Um, I've also got a glass of wine. And this is not just any glass of wine, this is a glass of wine big enough to hold an entire bottle of wine. Now it's not full, but it could be. <laughs> That's the important that takeaway. Really yeah. That sounds like the guy who has just re-entered the job market. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you got gifted two on your birthday, I think says quite a lot about who I you know. are as a person. <laughs> One in each hand. One in each hand. Thank you, Jazz. We are kindred spirits. And uh, speaking of kindred spirits, that is me. I'm Jazz. I'm Josh's kindred spirit. And uh, I'm also playing Skylar. And I have got a lovely London cake that I got from the Flower and Bean, which is a sort of um, puff pastry folded thingy with coconut bits on top. And it's very, very tasty. Love a London cake. And, uh, and I also have a lovely little cup of tea. And everyone can see in the picture that I post on Instagram how whimsical it is because I try <laughs> to be artsy. I have never heard of a London cake, but it sounds no, glorious. No, me neither. That sounds like something I, I would love. I didn't know that that was what they were called. For ages, I thought they were called Eccles Cakes, and I was wrong. <laughs> well, I think there's a difference between Eccles Cakes and... And, and I've always known it as a London Cheesecake. Oh, um, which a people, London Cheesecake. Which people, on, people online get angry about, because it's nothing it like a any, cheesecake. It hasn't got any cheese in yeah, it. Yeah, it's a London Cheesecake, isn't it? Is that like Cockney Rhyming Slang? I, I, I For think, what? <laughs> no, it's just wrong. I don't know. London Bees make... I don't know. <laughs> London Bees? London <laughs> Fleas? Bake. That's obviously yeah. it's it's to do with the flea market. Okay, the two of you just need to get so far away from me. <laughs> Speaking of the two of us, hi, I'm Alicia and I play Tala and my slice today is a slice of freshly made bread because Josh made bread and mm. I love bread. That's all that needs to be said about that. And I have a big glass of it's a mango, pineapple and passion fruit rum liqueur with lemonade Ooh. from Soul Rum. And we bought it at the Gin and Rum Festival and it's delicious. And yum, I've yum, already yum, gone yum. through half the bottle since we bought it. Damn. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, it's really sweet, but that means it's really drinkable for me and it just goes and it's so good. You know what, I haven't really gotten down on some cocktails in a while. I think I need to. Speaking of cocktails, um, I am Tom. And I will be playing, <laughs> <laughs> playing uh, Bodhi Sobek. Today I'm joined with a wonderful, wonderful uh, piece of Nutella cake from my mother dearest, uh, because I'm a sick boy. Uh, He's oh. a sick, sick man. <laughs> sick, sick. Boy. Is it like chocolate cake flavoured with Nutella or is it like a normal vanilla sponge with like Nutella icing? Or? Yeah, give us the deets, So it's, it's kind of a, a rich... Um, I, Channel I'm, your inner Mary Berry. You can do it, This Tom. is possibly a little bit too late for me to admit. I'm not a massive <laughs> cake person. What the fuck, Tom? <laughs> so, uh, Tom, if you could just I, take your headphones well, off for a minute. Um, <laughs> so guys, uh, we fucked up. Do you know how many people wanted to be in your shoes, Tom? And we chose... Missed. Did you hear Missed. the interviews? We could have had a bush. 
Irish. <laughs> Alloweth me to clarify. Um, I am not much of a baker. Uh, I cook well. Uh, uh, I cook very, very well. But baking is science where cooking is uh, art. And I got a C in science. Back to my cake. The Nutella cake is kind of a rich, dense cake with basically a layer of like Nutellary goodness on the bottom and okay. hazelnut on the top. And it's real, mm. real tasty. Ooh, yeah. <sighs> goodness. <laughs> Tom, so you're okay. Tom expressing that Tom is a good cook. I must say that we had a New Year's Eve party and we said to people, you know, if you want to bring any snacks oh, did, or like yeah. some drinks, but like there's absolutely no stress. You don't have to bring anything because we have a fuckload of stuff. And I get a message from Tom in the afternoon saying, hi, can I bring some gyoza tonight? And I was like, cool, yeah, if you want to. So Tom did not just bring gyoza. He also bought a pan to pan. fry them in. He bought oil. oil. He bought all of the finishings and oh, everything was that you? to go with it. Yeah, that was Listen, Tom. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> Listen, good I, shit. I don't come to play. It was just so, so he bought like all of your kitchen and then drunkenly made gyoza at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. That was good shit though. That was really gyoza good. Gyoza and, gonna... and vegan uh, vegan whiskey sours at uh, sort of yeah. like <laughs> 10 to 12. So Skylar, why don't you catch us up with what happened last time? All right. So last time we just bought our boat. So we were spending a little bit of time organizing who had which room and like adding little features and all that kind of stuff. Then we set off to see what we could find out about Scourge. We decided that the best place to start would be The Last Hope. And we found ourselves in the pub at a very busy time. Bodhi did a little bit of a disguise self thing, as I think he might have had some enemies. But uh, Tyler, she noticed a suspicious looking group of people as well, speaking in thieves' camp. So I went over and listened to them because I can speak in that. And they were talking about how no one had noticed them yet. Bodhi did some magic and could tell that they were also disguising themselves. So it's a whole bunch of lies going on. Uh, and so I walked over to try and, I don't know, be cool and aloof, but I, I kind of, that was fine. No problems happened there. So Tyler actually managed to catch the eye of the leader of this group who we thought might be Scourge by pretending to be on a real bad date with Bodhi. And it seemed to be going well until one of the guys recognized Bodhi, though we don't know where from. And before anyone could do anything, they cast a spell and got sucked into some kind of portal and now they're gone, so I guess the fight's over? Meanwhile, on a darkened throne made of leather, bone and steel, an indigo-skinned tiefling sits languidly with a glass of wine in hand and a hat over his brow, as his underlings bring humans before him, begging for mercy from the impassive mafioso. Would you please make a dexterity saving throw for me oh. as a dagger has been thrown towards you Goodness from these four me. pirates who disappeared <laughs> down through a portal? Oh, wonderful! Uh, so that's how we're going to start today, is it? Yeah. This is your this is your induction into the group. <laughs> yep. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. That's a fourteen. Uh, fourteen, unfortunately, does not make it. 
as you see these guys disappear below the ground and a dagger flies out towards you. Too fast for you to be able to react properly. Buddy, you take 20 piercing damage. <gasps> 20? Ooh. From a fucking dagger? Ooh. As everyone around the bar gasps and turns to where these four guys, their table and chairs have all just disappeared down. Skylar, would you like to do anything? Um, hide? Yeah, you can hide. You can just sort of hunker down behind the people that you're stood behind. That's fine. Yeah, he's just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna just get myself into a more advantageous situation. Sure. Tala, would you like to do anything? Is this portal closed or still open? In this mm. instant where Bodhi has been hit with a dagger, it is currently open. You do <laughs> not know how long it's going to be open for. She's going to run and stand beside the portal. Can I look into it to see if it like reveals a location or is it just like a swirling pool of purple? Tali, you run over to this portal in the floor and you look down at it. You see an opaque disc that is roughly uh, five feet radius, so ten foot diameter. Um, there's sort of mist rising off it and you just hear like a whoa, whoa, whoa coming from it. Just a very faint whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so Tyler's just going to stand next to it and she's going to like look at Bodhi and in the direction where she hopes Skylar is mm-hmm. and be like, shall we? And she's just like poised next to it in the hope that it stays open. No! <laughs> As you say, shall we, to your two compatriots, you hear behind you the portal just Fuck. I shouldn't have asked. Should have just gone for it. I know, but then I would have left you guys and that would have been shitty. And the patrons of the bar are all talking excitedly and loudly and some of them are looking at you guys. Bodhi, can you roll me a constitution saving throw, please? Oh, yeah. no. You have advantage yeah. on it. I won't tell you why. Okay, interesting. Oh, that was a nat 20. Uh, Hooray! uh, For 21. You take no damage, and like as this dagger hits you, you feel something vaguely familiar. Oh, right. Oh, no. (laughs) Like for the briefest of moments, you feel something try to invade your system, but something bigger and stronger in you, yourself, (laughs) your own self-belief, overpowers it. And, and flushes it out. Uh, Bodhi starts to uh, pull this dagger out of his shoulder, winces ever so slightly as it starts to come out, and I think he's just going to um, take the hem of his trouser, rip it off, and just start to very, very quickly tie it round the shoulder that has been stabbed and look to the others and go, well, that could have gone better. Um, now, the weird thing about this whole thing is that the stronger orcish-looking chap who threw the dagger, before he threw that dagger he yelled Sobek yeah um, which is unusual because you don't look like yourself so this was the chap with the um, magical eyes right correct yes that's correct okay yeah Tala wanders back over when she sees that the portal is closed and is like are you okay that looks pretty bad Skylar has like when he slipped into hiding he'd like weaved round to be like closer (laughs) to you he kind of just like appears beside you as as Tala also starts speaking to you. Bodhi looks up and sort of says he has a, a bit of a, a, a queasy grin on his face and uh, just says, uh, I've, I've had worse. <laughs> Not much worse, but worse. Right. Um, sorry, very quickly, DM. Can I make some sort of retrospective check to see whether it was those eyes that might have been able to see through the illusion? Yeah, or? roll me an arcana check. That was a 17 for 22. Nice. Yeah, you're aware of magics that allow people to see through illusions. It's not unusual for folks that are being sneaky 
to be on the lookout for other people being sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? I mean, those those <laughs> kinds of spells also have other things that they can do. For example, they can. I mean, this spell in particular is probably True Sight that allows people to see into the ethereal plane as well as just the material plane that you guys exist on. Um, see through illusions, as I said, and also you know varying amounts of darkness vision. Right. Just as an <sighs> FYI. Well, it would appear that our good friend on the other table um, had some way to look through the illusion. Any reason why someone might hate you enough to throw a dagger at you and feel the need to flee through a portal? Yeah, that really feels like something we should know about before you're hired. Yeah, that's a really dramatic way to react to, you know, an old acquaintance. What'd you do? I'm sure we've all got people in our in our pasts that don't quite see eye to eye with us. Uh, yeah. Tyler yeah. just raises an eyebrow slowly <laughs> at you like, bud, you're going to have to lie much better than that. Unbeknownst <laughs> to Bodie at the table that he sat around, where everyone is like, yeah, there are people that would kill me before they saw me, sure. Yeah. You know, I guess it's all about context. Mm. Why don't you give us some? As I've said, um, I have been around for a while. Yeah, there are some people that would prefer to see me in the ground than not. People who also know Scourge? Because, you know, we thought that that might be who that group was. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Any idea where they might go through a portal? This is probably the most strange that you've seen Bodhi, given the fact that he has been stabbed and also it feels somewhat like he's been kind of caught up in this this situation a little bit more than he expected to. I think while you're hesitating, Tala just brings out a very smooth looking stone and just smacks you on the other arm with it. Ow. Is that your healing stone? (laughs) It is. Can I try? heal Bodhi with the healing yeah, stone. Um, so roll the damage die first. That's a one on the damage. Okay, so plus your strength. So that's five total. You take five bludgeoning damage. Now roll 2d4. Come on, big numbers. Oh, that's a three and a four. Ooh. Huzzah! So you are healed for a total of two, including the damage. So Incredible. You know, as, as Tala sort of is giving you this once over, takes out a stone and just like smacks you on the arm with it. She kind of squints and goes, it's, it's part of being on the team, you know? Right, okay. Initiation <laughs> are great. Thank you uh-huh. for that. Looks very confused at this sort of immediate pain and then the lessening of pain somewhat. <laughs> and he kind of sits there for a second and like looks at you both and says, um, look, I know that it looks like I'm not telling you the entire truth. Mm-hmm. That might be the case. But what I said earlier is still true. Scourge is not someone that you mess with lightly. And I, I, I just... I wanted to try and protect whoever I was uh, I was with as much as possible because he does take it out on other people. Right. Well, now, look, I just want to know something. And Skylar kind of, you know, he's, down, he's a very tall guy, so there's, there's a fun uh, <laughs> height difference there. As Dynamic sort of, going on, yeah. <laughs> as he sort of, like, looks down. And he's like, look, I just want to know one thing. I don't need to know the details. I don't need to know, like, all the ins and outs of why exactly he's pissed off. But just tell me whether or not you did something that is, like, gonna have repercussions on us or something that you might do to us. There's stealing some money from someone because you're gonna give it to the poor. And then there's you just stole from your fellow crewmates because you liked what they had and you wanted their shit. As you 
continue to speak this kind of jovial attitude that Bodhi has uh, as a general rule kind of starts to lessen and lessen and this sort of soft boyish roguish face becomes more and more sort of granite like as you speak and uh, Bodhi looks you dead in the eyes and says it's not me who's still and after a second <clears throat> clears his throat slightly and says look it depends on what we want to do next I get the feeling that we're relatively safe right now that being said they know where we are it depends on what we want to do do we want to find the cannons still find the key or do we want to bin it off and naff off because it's if it's the former <sighs> give me a minute and I might be able to sort something out Tala just wants to insight when Bodhi did his first little speech she just wants to do an insight kind of just to make sure that he's being genuine and also kind of just to gauge intention mm. to see if he's doing something to like be a good person or if he's feeling genuinely remorseful and protective of trying to help us or if he's just like I want to save my skin mm-hmm. kind of vibe um, if you're both going to do that what I'll say is one of you do it at advantage you go for it with an advantage um, that's an 18 Tom I'll let you answer as best as you think an 18 would would be there were three sort of parts to your to your question whether uh, he was doing it to save his own hide to atone or to protect you guys right mm-hmm. I like I, I would kind of say to a certain extent yes to all three there is genuine care um, and worry about you two getting involved you can you could see some kind of guilt I suppose in, in involved in the whole in the whole thing but but also uh, probably the most sort of pervading emotion is urgency and a, a need to kind of keep going if we're doing something we need to keep going kind of thing mm-hmm. this is this line of questions no offense in any way shape or form is impeding our work towards something else so it's oh, kind of Tala loves yeah. that <laughs> she's like yes this guy's efficient <laughs> yeah so Tala kind of just like looks to Skylar kind of like gives a look and is like okay well from what I've heard meeting Scourge on the water is big no no big bad idea so I feel like if we're gonna go try and do something I'd rather do it now and do it on mm. land and do it while we've got a load of people who might be able to help if we come into some mm. trouble. Whereas on the water, oh, we don't know if that boat works yet. Excuse you. No distrust to you, but hey. I have every faith in that boat being the fastest, bestest boat in all of the boats in the world. But hey, um, yeah, I love let's it, still do but... this on land because <laughs> we're not pirates. It's not like this is a pirate game. Um, Bodhi, I have a potion if you need something. I <laughs> should be okay but thank you um and Bodhi kind of like puts puts a hand to his shoulder and you just see a little bit of like sea foam start to kind of like intermingle with the blood and just kind of uh sort of you you see it kind of like the tide ebb and flow a little bit he casts cure wounds that's a neat trick you got there I love the idea of sea foam mixing with blood just looking like candy floss That's It'd just be pink, wouldn't it? For, <laughs> forbidden cherryade. Uh, so, how do we want to do this? Well, uh, so so this is the thing. Again, questions for later, obviously. <laughs> um, I could potentially get us on the boat if we needed to. Well, I, I could get myself and one other p- person on the boat, quick in and out kind of thing. Whether that would mean us collecting the cannons themselves or us going in to try and 
get the key. Yeah, I don't know what Eli had planned in terms of getting the cannons off. He just said to get the key. So I don't know what what he thought. I ain't gonna lie. I'm pretty stealthy. So if it's literally about getting in somewhere, taking something and getting out again, I'm gonna be your best bet. Yeah, but Skylar, it's also, would you, you know, carrying heavy cannons? No, I know. But if we just have to get the key. Sure. But I feel like the key's gonna be on the guy, right? I can still try. Again, if need be. I've been thinking about it, and I might have a way to sort something out. RE key. It would mean being on the boat, um, and I guess it'd be up to you two to figure out what that means for us. <laughs> we could chat to Eli, see what his plan is. I don't know whether he had some magical way that he was going to try and get the cannons off once he was on board. It might be a case of getting him on the ship, so we could ask him. DM, uh, how, how big and heavy and large are these cannons? Would they be pick not by me, obviously. I'm um, tiny. Tala could probably pick up one of them. Mm. It would half her movement to move with it, I expect. Okay. She could probably roll it at normal speed if it was on wheels, okay. I guess. Just what you guys know based on cannons. Mm. And they normally have like two or three people on them to aim them mm. and move them. Eli seemed pretty confident about getting these cannons, though, didn't he? I mean, all that he asked for you guys was a key. The key to the mm. boat. Let's not worry about like doing extra work for Eli. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's just do what he asked for, and we can get out of here. Good point. Good point. How do you want to go about doing it? Because as I said, I can get us on, or I can get two of us on, and then the other person can sneak on. Maybe I can sneak on. I'll be fine with that. I feel like we should speak to Eli first. Because if he can if he can do something once he's on the boat, yeah. then we just have to get him on. Yeah, totally. I mean, look, here's the thing. Yes, they saw me. Yes, they know that I'm on the island. Does that mean that they know what we're planning? Absolutely not. No. Essentially, everything that's happened so far has been to our advantage, is what yeah. I'm saying, right? Um, we, we got your back. You're good if they decide right. to pay a visit. Great. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, easy. So you yeah. don't know where they... Let's do they on. stay on the ship or do they have, like, a base? You can roll a history check if you like. Um, that was a 14 plus 8. So I think it's plus 8. Wow. Um, as far as you're aware, they split themselves between staying on the boat, but also just staying in, like, the general boat person lodgings. You know, there are, there are sort of big warehouses and sheds where people can spend, like, two copper for a hammock for a day or something. Um, that's where they tend to go. If they're feeling a bit more flush, they might head to any port. Mostly because it's got the most comfortable beds on the island. Rightfully mm-hmm. so. But also the other thing. <laughs> yeah. When they're in dock, they tend to run a skeleton crew when, uh, like, on, on board itself, just for mm-hmm. minimal security. Um, but most of the rest of them are, tend to be um, in various warehouses around the, uh, around the port, so... Um, so long as we don't bump into any. <laughs> okay, I, th- I think we go go speak to Eli, see what the thing is, and then yeah. maybe we pay the boat a visit. Or who knows, we might bump into your friends again. <laughs> Wait, not my friends, not my friends. <laughs> Tala just like winks at you. <laughs> All right, let's go. Right, we down our drinks and head to Eli. Down your drinks, head to Eli. As you are leaving the last hope, you walk past Robin Bob, who just sort of pleased to see you. Playing with the fart jar. Playing with the fart jar, the fartless jar. (laughs) The fartless jar. Which is now one of these great mysteries of the earth. (laughs) And you guys head down the stone steps. As you head down, Pad and Tiny are walking up the steps. They seem to be having a conversation. It doesn't seem to be particularly 
difficult one, but... Tala waves and says hello. Uh, they wave as well, <laughs> and when they get close enough to, to hear you, both say hello to you, and they, and, uh, and Pad says, Oh, who's this? Are you, uh, you one of the new crew? Did the recruiting go well? Yeah, this is Bodhi. He is a dab hand at fixing up a boat, so he's been helping us get our ship sorted today. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, Bodhi. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> Fucking bad. And there's and there's like there is just something about it that feels sarcastic. Not sarcastic in a you've stolen my friends way. Sarcastic in a I'm pretending I've never met you before kind of way. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. Oh, that's cool. so funny because Atala and I assume Skyler would both just think, oh. Pad, like they, it just seems yeah. like Pad is being Pad. It doesn't so seem like there's anything no, more involved. I was acting. <laughs> yeah, but you were acting so much that we just completely assumed it was just, Pad. <laughs> it's Pad. Tyler would definitely raise like a kind of raise an eyebrow tiny as if to be like, oh, Pad again. Tiny, tiny just sort of shrugs in that way he does whenever Pad is acting up. Oh, okay. As I, was, I was hoping Tiny wouldn't be like, oh, actually, it's serious, but that's fine. If Tiny doesn't give that, we're all good. Yeah, I think I'd just look up at Pad and go, oh, trust me, the pleasure's all mine. You watch as Pad doesn't say anything for perhaps the first time in his life and uh, says, well, I uh, hope the two of you have been able to find a good boat for yourselves. We're going to go to the pub and uh, maybe we'll see you later, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll come find you guys at some point. Looking forward to it, Pat. It's good to see you guys and uh, lovely to meet you. Uh, Bodhi, was it? Bodhi it is, yes. Bodhi, lovely to meet you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Pad's, Pad's already gone and Tiny's just there like I feel like my friend fell out with this guy and I don't know why oh, Tiny. and Bodhi there is a part of you that's like I'm not sure why I've pissed this guy off absolutely I'm so glad you say that because um, I was about to text you saying huh? <laughs> why does Pad hate me <laughs> is there something in my backstory I forgot oh, oh my god <laughs> it's when someone meets you and you're like do you think I'm someone else? Yeah. yeah, sorry about him. He can he can be like that sometimes, you know. Oh, it's fine. It's delightful. <laughs> um, Bodhi, roll me an insight check. Ooh. It's not delightful, <laughs> is the answer. You're wrong, Tom. <laughs> that was a 14. There was a moment just before we started being sassy that Pad looked genuinely pleased to meet you. Um, and then it's like he paused for a moment and just something changed. Something shifted. Right. And that's... That's the extent of Lovers it. Lovers to enemies. Hang on. Is Bodhi still in disguise self mode? Bodhi is did still disguised, Did we just give the yeah. right name with the wrong body? <laughs> you did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry. That's play of issue more than anything. No, Even no, no, no. the name Bodhi didn't seem to trigger the turn in mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something else weird. Like, you know when cats decide they don't like someone? Yeah. That kind of vibe. Interesting. He's just a big cat, so a, a, yeah. A personality turn on a dime. Bodhi, Bodhi just makes a little uh, mental check of that to come back to later. <laughs> yeah, Tala instantly we're like, oh fuck, I'm so sorry. I just used your proper name. I didn't even think. It's totally fine. Look, Thanks. The, the, the chap that we bumped into was an, anom- an, an anomaly. Uh, I don't think many people are going to have the ability to look through the, the illusion. We should be absolutely fine going forward. Uh, and then just everyone on the island <laughs> Turns and looks at you and points a finger. Not again. Don't, we've had that once already. We cannot that, have that it happen again. That would be cheap for me to repeat it. Mm-hmm. You guys make your way back to the scrapyard from where you know Eli to be. You walk past Dreeli, who 
after your previous interaction, you realise doesn't even know who Eli is. You get there. You walk past Oren outside of his little shop front, uh, fast asleep in the rocking chair, and uh, you get to the shipyard, but you can't see Eli anywhere. I nearly gave him the wrong name. <laughs> Any signs of like footprints or a path leading to a house or something like that? Not really. There's a lot of like wreckage around here. You, you can try and deduce that like maybe he lives in one of wrecks, but nothing really looks livable. Maybe he's gone inland. It's hard to say. Eli! And Tala just yells his name. <laughs> there is no response. She yells it louder. There is no response, but louder. Oh. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, I see. Right. Your boat is still there, by the way. Good. Is there anything else sort of like off looking? I guess I'd need to do like a perception roll. Yeah, do a perception check for me. Twelve. Everything looks pretty much as it was when you were here last time, but with okay. the notable exception of Eli not being here. Okay, so there's no signs of struggle. No signs of struggle that you can see. Okay. I mean, it, it kind of looks like uh, we have to take our own initiative slightly. Um, yeah, I really feel like the universe is telling us to make up our own fucking minds and go do it. Is that what we're going to do? Do, just go do it. I mean, when it was, hey, if you guys steal me a key, I'll get you a load of cannons. I was like, great. But if it's a case of us putting all of ourselves at risk to get onto a boat that we know is manned by people just to maybe come away with one cannon doesn't seem like a great deal. Yeah. It seems like we're not taking on way more risk for less stuff. And that's just bad economics. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. I'm feeling like maybe it's not worth it. However, I am still real curious about Scourge. Mm-hmm. If we maybe want to find the friends. Yeah, I'm starting to maybe just be like, I've forgotten that there's a key that I need to get because there's someone who maybe we need to deal with. Hey, I'm desperate to know where that portal went, you know? That was fucking cool and very weird. I'm really glad that we didn't jump into it. Listen, I, I, I can tell you uh, this much. If there is anything that I can do that will fuck up uh, Scourge's plans, I will happily do it. He's a nasty bastard. So, yeah, it's up to you guys. As I said, we can get you in fairly easy. It's the getting out that is the issue. Why is the getting out the issue? Because they're not going to want to let us leave because they're going to want to kill us. That. Oh, okay. I mean, that's if they know that we're there, you yeah. know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sure, if sure, they sure. can catch me. I mean, you guys... <laughs> It might be more screwed, but I'm 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 confident. I'm 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 nimble. Yeah, he says. I just I mean, will Scourge likely be on the boat, or will he be? I don't know. With Kiri. I mean, I don't know what he's like. That's 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 his whole thing. The mystery, maintaining that mystery. DM, does Scourge usually stay on the boat, or does he tend to flit about? From what you know, it's uh, you know. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Sometimes he's on the boat, sometimes he's not on the boat. Fuck you, Scourge, and your vague existence. Mm -hmm. Why can't he have a favourite person at Kiri's that he always makes sure he pays a visit to on every Tuesday? And oh, what do you know? Oh, it's Tuesday why, today. Why can't this self-proclaimed <laughs> pirate lord, super criminal, have a really reliable rotor that he goes around? <laughs> he's got a diary. Well, look, it that would he leaves help. Everywhere. Um, I hear your sarcasm but yes it would help josh <laughs> yeah, that would be really useful sure look there's 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 50 percent chance uh that he's going to be on the boat um uh, it's difficult to say with scourge if he's on we got a bigger problem than uh than just being on the boat but uh if he's not it could be nice and easy what do we say should we just fucking go for it let's yeah, just let's, go, let's just it. go on the boat all right i've heard tales and i've never been on it 
and I know that he's a bad guy, but this is also like, you know, when people meet people who is like famous and stuff, you know? Ted Bundy. He's my Ted Bundy. He's <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Be right back making Scourge the most handsome bugger that ever exists. Hell yeah. He's a tiefling. Yeah. I feel like he's just going to ooze sex. I feel like that is just the tiefling that- way. Is a reductionist stereotype. Hey, type in tiefling on Pinterest, and I guarantee. Don't want to. <laughs> You'll see a lot more penis than you thought you would. Pinterest. <laughs> um, Tana's just gonna tie her hair back into like a big French plait down her head as we're walking. She's aware that we're gonna okay. be doing stuff. So over the next two or three hours. Nah, she's not like me. She can tie a plait quite quickly. <laughs> okay. I think as uh, as Tala's sort of doing that and uh, we're walking, Bodhi has his spell book out in front of him and is slowly, essentially learning the somatic components of um, a spell as he goes, kind of sure. using one of the charges of the Atlas to swap out one of his spells yeah. for another spell today. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Ooh, spicy, spicy. That is spicy. Oh, also, I, I'm aware we don't know each other very well, but if at any point it would be helpful on the boat, I can make some fog and I can do a big old gust of wind and I can also just bring up a huge wall of water. Okay. So, you know, okay. we got options. And there I thought you were just going to be a, someone who would hit things, which is absolutely something that we need <laughs> as well. But uh, yeah, no, good. Oh, nice. honey, I'm a girl that can do both, you know? She thinks outside the box. Oh, yeah. But she really sticks to an aesthetic, <laughs> okay. you know? So, so, so it really sticks to the line outside of the box, but yeah, is outside of the box. she draws the edge of the box. Okay, okay, nice. Well, no, I mean, that's great. That's great. So, what, what were you guys uh, as as I'm sort of like learning the somatic component so 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 what were you guys doing um before this uh, I mean obviously I don't think you were uh, it, <laughs> no offense but it strikes me that you you've not been on the seas as uh, as as pirates for long what's what's the shout I mean you've not necessarily given us all the information so I'm sure you can understand us not maybe wanting to you know give you all the information um, I'm from Nakodi it's a nice place oh have you been yeah beautiful port yeah 100% been many a time oh okay when were you last in Nakodi uh, I mean it's been a while to be fair um, I've been I've been on the seas for a few months but um, again DM would I know that what's what's happening currently in Nakodi it's fairly common knowledge cool. insofar as people know that there's a lot of civil unrest they wouldn't know the necessarily the specifics of what's happened yeah. in quite as much detail as perhaps Tala yeah. does Roll me a history check for Bodhi. Heck yeah, another nat 20 for Jesus a 28. Jesus Christ, Tom, you're showing us up, man. You are. I, I, I'll tell you what this is, uh, <laughs> and I'm sorry, this isn't the middle bit, but this is um, my friend Ash's dice. Um, ah. I will f- oh, so beautiful. Uh, they are absolutely incredible. She's going to be uh, selling them sometime soon, and I will, uh, if it's at all possible, give uh, give the middle man... Yeah, just, just, just pass <laughs> on the uh, card. I'll make sure it gets to him. So 28 history wow. check. Wow. You know exactly who Tala is. You are Tala. <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome aboard. Are you okay? You look confused. Oh, oh, this place. It's the middle bit. It's where I, Josh, speak to you, the listener, about all sorts of real-world goodness. Now, don't worry. There are no vanishing pirates here. And I'm sorry, I don't think I know much about Scourge either. Just relax. And I think you should treat yourself to a stiff gin and tonic. First, the Severed Sons. Two gorgeous members from this team, Ron and Ross, stepped up to give some wonderful contributions to our interviews. You may remember Ross's enigmatic shifter, Fang, or Ron's lovable awakened berry shrub, Russell. 
If you loved these characters even a little bit as much as we did, then I heartily recommend you wend your way over to their podcast feed with your podcatcher of choice. Now, they're all professional actors, much like over here, and you can catch their Netherdeep live streams every Wednesday at 9.30pm British Summertime, which is about 4.30 their time. Say hi to them and tell them that Dyson a Slice sent you. Second, Geeky Clean. It's a new month, and that means some delicious new smells coming straight to your nostrils from those fine purveyors of bath-time delights. Check out their brand new dice set inside soaps. These gorgeous D20-shaped soaps contain a full set of standard polyhedral dice, and they all smell absolutely gorgeous. Relax with eucalyptus, tea tree, and lavender soaps, or have your bathroom smell of fresh fruit with their cherry or watermelon scents instead. There's so much more besides than just that over at geekyclean.com, and you can use the special discount code DICENASLICE, that's D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, at checkout to get 10% off your next order. Geeky Clean, because hygiene shouldn't be a roll of the dice. And finally, a huge shout out and round of applause for those beautiful folks over at Wicked Game who managed to raise over £5,000 for Calm, the campaign against living miserably, during their charity week. That's 625 potentially life-saving phone calls that can be answered because of the hard work that Nikki, Lydia, Michelle and Tom all put in. So from all of us at Dyson & Slice, including our listeners, bravo! Now, if you're in the UK or Ireland and are struggling with your mental health and need someone to talk to, you can ring Calm on 0800 58 58 58 or visit their website, thecalmzone.net, to use their web chat. No one should have to suffer alone, and if you're feeling hopeless, there will always be someone at the end of the phone ready to talk to you. Make sure you're following Wicked Game RPG on Twitch and Twitter to stay up to date with all of their goings on, including updates to their newest campaign and... YouTube VODs of the Charity Week. And hey, while you're on the old socials, why don't you make sure you're following us at Dyson & Slice, where you can find our link tree that has all of our most important links, including our Discord, which is fast becoming a bustling hub of folks from all corners of the globe. Why not come and join us to show off your pets, brag about your plants, and share the slices of your very own creation? Well, that's all from me. All that remains is to thank Benjamin and Rooney for their continued support over Ko-Fi, and to thank you all for listening and getting involved in each of your special ways. And of course, I have to thank Alicia, who's been slaving over a hot stove to get this over to you, so make sure you eat it all up, metaphorically speaking. And now, back to the action. So 28 history. Wow. <laughs> you know exactly who Tala is. <laughs> you are Tala. <laughs> you remember picking up one edition of Drelai's magazine and it having a special expose into the underground mysteries and intricacies going on in the city of Nakoti that prompted the recent what's being called a civil war. And you know that according to the sources, the centre of all of the conspiracies and awfulness going on is a blue triton barbarian that goes by the name of Tala as she assaulted the prince regent, tried to steal his kids and killed five triton guards with her with her co-conspirators, a damp looking human that goes by the name of Sean Hendricks, a swampy looking elf called Skylar Sticks, 
a man with a lion's head, a a man with a bull's head, some sort of crow person, and and a little girl that they assume they stole. Last scene, leaving Nakoti. All of this prompted the combat. I cannot believe all of this has been in one of Dree Lies things. Oh, you guys never buy them. Oh my I love the goodness. idea that Brody's been with us all day, and suddenly he's like, Oh, hang on. <laughs> I think that's the thing. He's you kind said of... Nakoti and now. Uh, uh. <laughs> He's kind of making conversation, like uh, conversation to pass the time. And when you say, when's the last time you were in Nakoti? He kind of goes, oh, well, it was, it was a what? Oh, hang on. Oh, no. Look, I think you two were uh, selling yourselves short when you were saying you're, you're new to this game. Crikey. I mean, <laughs> what what you've done in the Nakoti, um, it's, it's it's quite something. Hang on now. What? 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 What we've well, done? What? Where? You know, taking the, the, the bottom uh, card from a, a tower of cards. You're toppling the Nakoti from the sort of bottom up. You, you caused the civil unrest, right? What? You caused the, the civil war. What? Bodhi, you also know everything else that you know about Tyler that we've already discussed mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the DM being being purposely throwing petrol on a fire mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Skylar's like saying what Tyler's eyes have just gone really wide when you've insinuated that like she's the reason her home is burning yeah that's fair that's a fair reason it's to- not super hostile at the moment but it's definitely a swift change from nice small talk to yep. what the fuck do you think you're saying to me right now sir yep, yep. well you know like you and the boy prince tried to take him away from the queen Right? Tala just like very slowly like cocks her head to one side and raises an eyebrow and is like, you think that? Well, Where'd you hear that from? Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I feel like I've put a foot out of place right now. The pieces seem to fit together in my head. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think there are two uh, edge pieces um, that are sort of not in the right place. It's been widely, widely reported that you and your little band are the reason for the civil war. Tala just like sighs and looks at Skylar and is like, oh, we've been away too long. He like smiles in that sort of sad camaraderie sort of a way. Yeah. And just kind of like very gently like punches her arm. Like, you know, just this sort of like little knock of like, yeah, it's all right. But he's in a weird place because he didn't really, he wasn't really in Nakoti. He just kind of was passing through. and Yeah, yeah. and suddenly you're labelled with. And he's like, I don't even know how to move around the Cody, let alone navigated enough to cause a civil war. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like someone has sat down in front of the sky and said, so you've decided to become a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler, Tyler just like kind of sighs and looks at Bodhi. You maybe shouldn't believe everything you hear about Nakodi. Oh, Tyler is so fucking powerful. Rightio. Um, and, and about you? I don't know what it is that you've heard. Oh, come on. You're a, you're one of them, right? One of... As in, not necessarily one of us. I can't tell if this is a race thing, or like oh, a gender thing, God's or... no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Tyler's <laughs> also <laughs> trying to make Bodhi sweat. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, you're part of the law, right? Oh, fuck, right, yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's a big-time cop. Hey... <laughs> X, you know, high profile private security. Thank you very much. Right. Yeah, but we right. keep that on the hush hush because you know. Oh, of course. Also, I'm, you know, I'm not technically one anymore, mm. so. Okay. But I mean, you know, you got them sensibilities, right? Sensibilities, as in, I won't murder someone for fun. Well, not for fun, but if they're <laughs> if they're coming at you, 
what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Self-defense is a, is a separate thing. And that's what I'm talking about. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Look, I, I, I just want to I just want to make this very, very clear. I know there's a lot of veils and a lot of, uh, you know, secrets and all of this kind of stuff. I'm not someone who's going to be uh, picking the legs off of spiders. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I'm not about that. I'm about ships. Um, and this is this is the the closest I could get to, to, to ships. So uh, just, you know, just, we, I think we could all take a collective sigh of relief um, in, the, in regards <laughs> to the whole, to the whole murder thing, you know, like um, I can, I can take care of myself, but uh, I just want to, I just want to make it known. As you guys round the corner. Tyler is now <laughs> desperate to know what Bodie has heard about her and like what, what the news is because she doesn't know the news so she's definitely going to pick his brains on that later <laughs> and you guys see uh, the Black Razor still in dock still tied up not anyone seemingly on the deck of it but you see it oh, there she is sort of mid-afternoon relatively busy on the dock I feel like a plan would be something that would be useful right now yeah I agree sorry one more DM <laughs> I know the inside of this boat let's be honest would I know where their weapons hold would be? Yeah, you would, yeah. Right, so, as I said, it's up to you guys. I can get us, I can get two of us into the weapons hold and out again, easy, with one of the cannons if need be. Or we could do a little bit of a sneaky sneak and try and get onto the boat. Do you guys have any way of, like, contacting each other whilst you're being sneaky? Yeah, yeah, we do. Good, 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 excellent. It, it, it doesn't work at the minute, remember? It only works when all of them are in use. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. I'm just I'm just thinking, Skylar, as, as you're so good at making yourself not seen, mm-hmm. would you want to do a, a, a recce? Yeah, I can do that. And is there any way that we can, that you can let us know if you're in trouble? Basically. All right. Look, and um, he um, he kind of goes into his pocket and takes out Hendrix's ring, and he's like, "Right, hold my ring." I've, I barely know you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, know. it's 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 a. Uh, I take the ring. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of like yeah. nods his head. <laughs> he's worried that he's put his foot in it, so now he's trying to like charm and charm and make jokey. Uh-huh. He kind of says, "You're alright." Passes him the ring. I take I take the ring and just sort of like hold it. Right now, don't lose that. It's very important. Can I put it on or? Yeah, you can put it on. All right, thank you. And I put it on, sort of next to you see another ring with what looks like a brain on the on the kind of the pommel pommel of a ring on the top of it on the bit where, where the a bit decoration what you see. would be yeah. where a diamond would go. Yeah, yeah. Bodhi, yeah. you put on this ring and it's just a relatively simple uh, band of metal, and you feel like you are psychically connected to something, someone, but you don't hear anything. Ooh. Can I hear Skylar now that the ring's on? You can hear Skylar, and Skylar, you can hear Tala. So Tala looks at Bodhi and is like, you can, like, talk through this. Do you say that? Yeah, because I think she's wondering why he's not said anything. Mm. Bodhi, as you feel them directly addressing you, it's like a ringtone, like the Skype ringtone kind of sensation. (laughs) You realise that you have to, like, open the line, like, connect to them, like, allow them to talk to you. Oh. I, I, I slowly open the shutters 
um, and let the <laughs> let, let the noise come in. And you can hear uh, Skylar and Tyler in your oh. head. Hello. Hey. <laughs> uh, we were wondering where you were. It was pretty weird. You were so quiet. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't think the connection was uh, particularly good, but um, uh, it's it seems to be back now. So these are these. This is this is helpful. This is very very helpful. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. I will I will be sure to keep it safe. All right. Because you know what will happen if you lose well, it. Well, I was right? about to say I'm getting a whole vibe. So uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it safe. It belongs to someone really important. Mm-hmm. Right. It you does are. feel right a little damp. <laughs> to anyone else on this dock. You guys were having an animated conversation, gave him a ring, and now you're all just like staring at each other. Yeah, mind your business. Yeah. I feel like so much other weird stuff happens at the last hope that this is not peak weird. I know, I know. This is like tip of the weird iceberg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what's the plan, team? Yeah, how are we getting on this boat? I'm going in first as a recce, and then I'm going to tell you guys what I'm seeing, what I'm finding, and then we'll go from there. Okay, Skylar Sticks, roll me a stealth check. 24. So Skylar, with your 24, you just sort of hunker down and there's not loads of people you know on on the dock but there's like enough people to mask the fact that you're being sneaky and stealthy and you sort of move between the shadows and duck behind people and you guys see Skylar then suddenly like suddenly Skylar's walking with some people like he's been their friends this whole time Assassin's Creed style exactly then suddenly he's appearing next to a boat and then suddenly oh he's right by the black razor and you watch as Skylar just like disappears just out of sight around the corner to get up the gangplank of the Black Razor, which is on the starboard side, not the port side. You guys are sort of port side to it. Skylar, you head that way with the huge, imposing Black Razor next to you, this dark wood that has made up the bulk of this boat. You keep an ear out as you're walking by it, and you can hear people on the boat just the sounds of people from within the hull but there doesn't seem to be any way for you to get on the boat there's no gangplank that's come down the side okay if you look at it you can see there is like a gate with a lock on it on the side of the boat which seems excessive and the boat itself seems to have really high sides making it look much more narrow in in reality it's no wider than a normal boat of its size Mm. but these high sides make it look narrow damn so yeah i really can't just accidentally stroll on here, can I? You might be able to grappling hook your way up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Do you have a grappling hook? No, I could probably just climb though, right? Like, edges of boats have all got, like, nooks and crannies. And f- there do seem to be uh, foot and handholds that you could possibly climb up. Um, there yep. are some holes in the side of the boat, which it could be portholes, it could be cannon holes. There's no light coming through them. Can I fit through? Could you fit through? With my little butt. <laughs> <laughs> What's the diameter? I'm going to find out with a roll of the dice. Ooh. Because a porthole can range in diameter from several inches to more than two feet. Oh, wow, oh, that's wow. a huge difference so it is seven inches in diameter yeah seven inches is like this <laughs> yeah no it is because that's a, that's like a six inch ruler so that's like seven inches do not yeah. come for me yeah 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 Leash. that's uh that's seven inches i hate it i hate it i'm such a lesbian i was just gonna, like i'm really impressed that she knows the length of a six inch ruler i was like oh yeah. it is genuinely i can remember the size of a ruler men are just it's gross so... yeah if i'm picturing oh. a pencil case ruler yes you're right yeah and then yeah. everyone Much else easier. starts laughing and i'm literally like five 
beats behind. You know, it's a 30 centimetre ruler. The thing is, this joke isn't going to be funny in audio format. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because it's so dependent on, on Alicia showing pretty much what seven inches is about. It's all being <laughs> cut. Yeah, you'd have a hard time getting through that skylight. It'd be quite high DC to try and... That'd be like his skull. Yeah. yeah I'm not getting through that. I'm, but I will look for windows. There aren't any windows. There are just these little portholes, but they're about seven and a half inches. What, every single one? All the way along the base where you are near the prow. So what I will say, weirdly, about this boat, it has seemingly reverse parked in the dock. Okay. So we can speed out. It's, it's hard to know why you're only noticing this, but perhaps the profile of the boat or the fact that it's so imposing, didn't notice. Mm. You would expect at the at the very back of the boat there to be windows so people can see out behind them. As you're walking around, you don't mm. see any of these big windows. However, as you're going along the side, and I'm just using your passive perception for this because it is so very high, mm. you do see that there are windows at the prow of the boat. It seems to have glass windows. They're like lightly tinted. So you can't necessarily look in. Mm. But you feel like that's an observation deck. Is the prow the front? The prow is the front, yes. Sorry, I forget. Not, not everyone has a many-page PDF of nautical terms. <laughs> From what we know of boats, those kind of windows aren't, like, opening and closing windows, are they? They're, like, just solid glass kind of built in. Yeah, they tend to be pretty solidly built All in. All right, I'm just going to have to scale up the side. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not a perfectly smooth boat. It's it's in need of some repairs, a bit of love, a bit of sandpaper mm. and some glue. I'm going to climb. Okay, roll me an acrobatics check. Oh, bitch. 26. Nice. Skylar, as you make contact with the boat, you realise that it is covered in oil. That's so cool. Slick. Very slick. A really slick boat. And you have to, like, quickly grab stuff and you you realise that, yeah, you are depending on strength, but it's your ability to quickly move from thing to thing with, with an assured foothold to get to stuff. You got a 26 on your acrobatics. It was a 25 DC. Wow. <laughs> I was the right guy for this job. <laughs> this is not a boat that is designed to be climbed. You managed to quite deftly pull yourself onto the deck. And as you gently bring yourself down onto the slightly sticky deck itself. Ooh, the deck is sticky? Not not sticky enough to like catch your feet, but sticky enough to like help you keep your grip. Like someone's poured coke on the floor. So I guess if you keep walking around somewhere that's covered in oil, I guess the best way to make sure that your crew don't fall base over apex exactly. is to have a sticky floor. Exactly. This is a gross ship. <laughs> it is a gross ship. As you <laughs> land very deftly, as quietly as your feet will allow, you hear from below someone go, what was that? Oh, fuck. And you hear someone else go, oh, it was probably nothing, mate. Come on, leave out. No, I definitely heard something. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to go check. Fuck, fuck. You are on this boat. and Actually, you've sort of climbed over the gate that you that a key would have been needed to get through. I'm just going to say also, Bodhi could have really done with a heads up about the greasy boat. <laughs> 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 you motherfucker. You, you briefly turn just to look at the gate and you realise that it would have required a very specific key to open. Because while there is a keyhole on the front, on the back it is just a just a latch, like a very simple uppy-downy latch. And you expect... Uh, roll me an intelligence check or an investigation check. 
20. You look at this, Skylar, and you think that there's no way that a key could have done that because I couldn't have been able to unlock that with my thieves' tools. And then you realise that Eli never mentioned what the key looked like to any of you. Mm. And this thing, you reckon, would have used like a long metal talon, like a long curved bit of metal to go through the keyhole to lift up the latch to allow the gate to open. Or like a horn. Or like a horn, I guess, yeah. <laughs> no, just like, I just love the thought of Scourge himself having to like Sorry, just put one second, his one horn backwards through this thing to unlock it. Yeah. Guys, who left the keys? Give me a second, this is... Oh crap, I left the key in the door. <laughs> but you expect, unless you knew exactly how this door opened, there is no way you would have been able to unlock it because you would have been looking for normal lock things, not whatever this weird and janky thing is. Uh, real way uh, that doors used to be locked, by the way. Oh. Wow. Uh, monasteries used to do it when, like, the first inventions of keys and, keys and things. I used to have that fun fact for you. That the is a fun fact. I love stuff like that. And as you look and see this, Skylar, you hear the sound of someone sort of thudding up some wooden steps coming up to the deck. I'm a hide. You want to hide? Um, you look around. There are some barrels and stuff that you can hide behind, certainly. So roll me a mm -hmm. secondary stealth check. Ooh, 15. Ooh. 15. Skylar, can you please look at the albear.radio? <gasps> we didn't work out a warning call. We didn't work out a cacaw cacaw. Skylar, you quickly look around, you see barrels and stuff that you could possibly get in, and then you see the mast, and the mast is in the middle, and you figure, ah, I can stick to the mast with my back to the mast and walk around, keeping the mm -hmm. mast between myself and this guy. Yeah, I make a dumb decision. He comes out of a door that, when he comes up and looks across the deck, he sees you pressed against the mast, and like he's directly to your left. Oh, fuck! And Skylar, he he looks at you and he draws this like long sword off his back and yells, "We've got an intruder up here!" Oh, no. And then his sword bursts into flames. <gasps> Roll me uh, initiative. Oh well, it's a good thing I'm going into the water. Can we see this from our from our vantage point? Or we must hear him yell. <laughs> yeah. You definitely hear it. The sides are too high for you to see what's going on there. Okay. But you definitely hear what's going on. Only Skylar to roll initiative at this point. <gasps> what's the matter? Did you roll the worst number? Are you missing your first turn? <laughs> now hang on, Skylar. Hang on. What did you get on your initiative? Six. Six total. Mm -hmm. You both roll natural ones on your initiative. Oh my no way. goodness. So Skylar, you've got your movement, you've got your bonus action. Wow. I cannot believe that. I have two choices. You do. Stay or run. <laughs> now I could try and hide because the odds are in my favor. But they know someone's there for a fact. But they know someone's there for a fact. Yeah. Or I jump off the side of the boat and we just pretend like this never happened. Uh, <laughs> So you guys just hear Skylar's head go, I've been made. Oh, of course, we can speak telepathically. Okay. Fuck, I forgot. I'm here going, oh, I don't, because we're not there. But of course we can talk telepathically. Okay, if, if, if I hear that, um, I immediately look up at Tala and just sort of like take her hand and go hold your breath and cast <gasps> uh, Dimension Door and as I do the space around us you can sort of almost see like a vortex of like churning water by our feet <gasps> and we just kind of Whoa. dip down into it oh my god I love um, it and appear on the deck um, if, <gasps> if at all possible oh, this is sexy are we slightly wet when we arrive <laughs> okay can I have initiative from Tala and Bodhi as well then please 22 oh. 19 yes bud okay 
So that was a fucking sexy entrance, Bodie. Tala, you're back. You're, you're winning Tala back now. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was good. That was tasty. I'm here. Like mid afternoon, so that's like a quiet shift. You know, there's probably not many. Here. Yeah, I was about to Absolutely. say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're all down the pub. Barest of bare bones. It's the skeleton crew. These don't really be skeletons. So. Tala, you hear that from Bodhi, you're overcome with this, this just this sea foam that around you and then suddenly you're on the deck with Bodhi you see Skylar, just because of where you land on the deck you heard the guy with a flaming sword yell, we've got an intruder, mm-hmm. um, Skylar it is now your turn, you don't have an action but you do have a bonus action and your movement. With my bonus action can I hide? Yes, you can hide with your bonus action. Okay, I am going to hide Do you want to hide behind some barrels or do you want to hide behind the mast where he already can see you? I would like to get into a higher position so if I can hide behind anything on the upper bit, that would be good. Weirdly, I will say from where you are, you can see that the upper bit doesn't have any gubbins. It is just a flat top on the front and the back. That There's no steering wheel or anything, so it is just flat on top. Maybe you could go like underneath one of the sets of stairs if there's like a nook or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'd like to go under one of the sets of stairs. Cool. Um, Do you want to go near the set of stairs near where your friends have emerged or do you want to go I'd like to go there okay Skylar you look back you see your friends bamfing and you scurry over and slide under some stairs mm-hmm, just yeah roll me a stealth check oh that's much better 29 Ooh, so much better beautiful. that is a hell of a stealth that's check definitely not a 15 I, I will say in this encounter that is an unbeatable stealth check <laughs> um you do that and this guy, because he, he looked at you, Skylar, hiding, made his sword come on fire, yelled out to his companions, and then saw Bodhi and Tala just appear on the deck. And then Skylar, suddenly you're gone. And he sort of looks a bit concerned. He points at Tala. Oh, no. And you watch as his non-sword hand just blood starts to drip from it and it turns like skeletal oh no it is the skeleton skeleton crew crew. (laughs) can you roll me a strength saving throw please is this his bonus action this is his bonus action oh i don't like this at all that's a dirty 20 tyler you feel your own blood stop moving (gasps) for a moment and then, like, you resume control of yourself as you see, like, this... Whatever the opposite of a glint is oh. flash in this guy's eyes. Oh, that's gross. Opposite of a glint. That's terrifying. He then uses his movement to disappear down the stairs. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Is interesting. I have some turns to do that you don't know are happening. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Tyler, it's your turn. So, bonus action, I'm going to rage. Sure. Bodhi, having just transported Tala onto this boat, you feel pretty pretty good in yourself that you're able to do that for one. Mm. And then you just feel like this next, like right next to you, towering over you, as you feel like you're stood under a giant tidal wave. Like there's a sinking feeling almost as as you feel this of energy next to you. Skylar, this is this is what you've seen before. You know that Tyler is in mm. like action mode. She's been activated. Tattoos glowing, hair kind of like there's just always a good gust of wind. Incredible. Teeth get sharp, eyes go black. Incredible. Tyler doesn't know this boat well enough to sensibly just fucking charge downstairs. Yeah, sure. Because that would be stupid. Yeah, I don't feel like that's smart. Are these stairs going 
going up or down? Sorry. Uh, wherever there is a set of stairs, there is a set of stairs that goes up and down. Oh, okay. I'm going to move down to the stairs that the guy has just run down. So the rear starboard stairs. Yeah, and I'm just going to kind of tuck myself to the side. So as if someone was going to run up those stairs, I would be at the side and I'm going to hold an attack with my trident in case someone runs up those stairs. Okay. I'm not taking the hide action, but just so I'm not openly visible. I'm like tucked around the wall waiting. Absolutely. That's absolutely fine. Thank you. Fab, anything else on your turn, Tyler? Action, bonus, action, movement. What I will say is that if, if they're coming up the stairs, I'll know they're there once they're within 10 feet of me with my blind sight. Of course you will, yes. That's a good point. Incredible. Okay, you hear the sounds of people not moving stealthily below the stairs. As charging out of the front port side lower deck steps, you guys see an orc <gasps> with a broken sword in hand, the same one that threw that sword towards Bodhi. Used <gasps> his whole movement to get above deck, he did not come up through the steps that Tyler was stood by. Uh. Skylar, you hear the sound of a door opening right nearby you. Skylar, you're the only one that hears it. Oh. As you see a human that you saw in the tavern with a harpoon in hand. Oh. You take five bludgeoning damage as the door opens onto you. But he's going to use his bonus action to hide. Ooh. He's not going to hide behind the door with There's me. There's two people hiding in this corridor. <laughs> just going... Oh. Skylar, you see as this guy with the harpoon puts the harpoon on the step above him and then he flings his back feet up and he's holding onto the steps above you with his hands and his feet. He looks like he's staring through the steps at Bodhi. So what I'm hearing is I've got a kill shot at his stomach. But he did get a 20-something on his stealth check, so you can't see so him. So he's vanished from my <laughs> sight too? Ah, ah, okay. My how the turn tables. But that is the end of that turn. <laughs> Bodhi, it's your turn. Um, you don't know about the guy who's come through the door. You do know about the orc with a broken sword in hand and eyes, now you see them, are kind of like glowing black. Okay, I, I, I look at this uh, enormous orc running towards me and I put out my hands in a Dragon Ball Z style move. Um, um, <laughs> as I do, I would like him to make a constitution saving throw, please. 17? Oh, you get it. You, 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 you hit. So that does nothing. Thing, um, you almost see like the jaws of um, what looks like a crocodile kind of go to like bite down on him and he brings his arms up and these these sort of spectral jaws kind of like splash into sea mist mm. ever so quickly um, and I go bollocks um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what as I as I just kind of uh, put one hand out, thrust it at him, can he make another, with my bonus action, can he make another um, strength saving throw, please? That's only a four. Okay, wow. so, oh my God, I'm very stupid, uh, but I've done it now, so that's fine. Um, as he is pushed back by uh, like a, a burst of energy, uh, that's it. It's just a telekinetic shove. Cool, oh. how far back is he? Five foot. You. Oh. Bodhi, you, so you put your hands out in front of you and this like spectral crocodile jaws just champ down. He he narrowly just sort of like moves his arms out of the way and looks at you as a panic goes across your face and you just like push out with one hand and he just, you just hear like a, oh, and he kind of looks mildly inconvenient. Again, I just go, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like have my hands in front of me um, and just uh, that's my turn. You're not going to move, bud. You're going to stay there. I tell a lie. I, I, I run um, 
25 foot sort of like across the deck towards the starboard side uh, and kind of hide hide behind the, the mast a little bit. <laughs> Next to the big strong lady. Next to Tala, yeah. And that's my turn. Okay, so next you guys hear a wet squelching sound at first it's like almost like a pool of oil on the deck and then through that pool of oil you see the kind of handsome looking elf that you guys saw at the bar but you notice he's got sucker scars all over his skin his entire left hand is just like black. It's hard to tell why. Hang on, was this handsome elf the one who we thought might be Scourge in disguise? Yes. He Mm. looks slightly different now. Less handsome, slightly more icky. And he holds out two hands, uh, one at Tala, one at Bodhi, and he is going to strike you. Tala, that is a 21. Bodhi, that is a 12. Fuck you. Yes, a 21. (laughs) 12 misses. 12 misses. Tala, you take... Five, force damage. As these undulating tentacle-shaped blasts of eldritch force strike you in the chest and push you ten feet. I think she also takes, like, five emotional damage (laughs) because this is is like Hendy is attacking her and that's sad. Absolutely. Mm. As you're pushed back into the hallway of the other stairs, before you are able to react, I assume a ten doesn't hit you. No, it doesn't. You feel a dagger <laughs> fly past you and stick in the wood. You turn to your left and you see a pirate, but a very lithe looking pirate who's clearly just flung a dagger at you. Down the stairs. Down the stairs to your left, yeah. He, he looks like, oh! He looks worried <laughs> now, now that he's thrown this thing. Ah, good. He realises just what he's done. Yeah, because I imagine that, like, he saw kind of Tala's side, and then when she turns to him and he just sees, like, black pools for eyes and, like, horrifyingly sharp teeth and a very angular-looking jaw, he's like, oh, no, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that guy. So he, he stood there and he kind of looks at you, Tala. Mm-hmm. He's almost got like a flirty smile and you realise like so much of his face, just cheeks just aren't there. Ew. Like it's just a lot of tooth. And you see his tongue has been like replaced with a tentacle. Ew. You hear more yelling coming from downstairs as on the starboard front side, you guys see a dwarven fellow with purple-ish skin coming up. He's wearing like full plate armor, which is unusual and a bold thing to do on a boat. Charges up, didn't have to use much movement. And you guys see as he, he looks, he locks eyes on the two of you on this boat and then just starts like breathing heavily. And you watch as like, this armor, this heavy armor on him, then like begins to buckle slightly oh, God. as he grows in size. Oh, oh and his plate armor grows to fit oh, with him. Goodness. And then he turns invisible. <laughs> what fuck <laughs> that? <laughs> Absolutely. Damn. And and hey, not to give you not to give you meta knowledge, it's likely they've made a pact with a demon de- demon daddy. <laughs> yeah, they've all got big squid daddy energy. Funny that. Mm-hmm. That's his turn. You then hear more footsteps. One, two, three, six. This was Come a very, very bad As idea. this guy charges towards you. Look, I said it before and I'll say it again. We can just jump. You can just leave. You guys can just leave. 
so this guy runs up. He's kind of got long, dark hair, almost like harem pants, but he's completely nude on the chest. He's got a scimitar on his side, but he's also got a longbow, which he brings up, and he just levels one shot at Tala. Down the stairs. God, he's a good shot. Does a 24 hit if you add two to your AC. Yeah. Tala, you take five piercing damage, halved to two, because you are raging. And an additional 10 poison damage. Poison and damage. he then tries to make another shot, but misses entirely. There's two arrows. <laughs> fly at you. Next up. Bodhi. Bye. To the prow of the boat, you hear a door open. And through that door steps a tiefling. Mm-mm. In a captain's hat. Mm. Not looking as described to you, but instead with a big black smoking beard and eyes filled with fury and a sword made of shadows. Oh Oh, no. As you guys see with a thick braided beard and long wily hair that settles about his shoulders resembling that of a squid you see the dread pirate scourge. Oh god. I think if anyone is looking right now Bodhi's just gone from kind of being ready to just kind of like slack utterly kind of paralysed momentarily by the sight of Scourge. Scourge walks through the door and for all of you it feels like there's just this moment of stillness and he locks eyes with you Bodhi and then his head turns and Tali you feel even though like you're obstructed by these stairs Mm -hmm. you feel him like look at you you feel his eyes settle on you Mm-hmm. And then he turns to his right and looks in a corner perceive me, behind bitch, a stairs. You perceive me. As Skylar and Tyler, you both feel ropes around your ankles. Oh, <gasps> you mother... You can't catch me because I've got the ring! Skylar, you feel these ropes try and wrap around your ankles and they just can't do it. Like the rope is just slipping off your ankles, but Tala, you feel them wrap around. Can you make me a strength saving throw, Tala? 24. Tala, you feel these ropes wrap around your ankles and try to drag you away from where you are. And you just pull both of your feet out and Scourge stands there, slightly perplexed at what's happening. And then his eyes settle back on Bodhi and he says... Well, well, well. If it isn't a little piece of jetsam found its way onto our boat. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Stress, stress, stress. What is Scourge going to do to our gang? Will our gang be able to get out of here alive? And how are they going to get the key to this boat? Oh, it's nail-biting, but you'll have to wait till next time on Dice and a Slice. We tried to talk silently in the pub and it's a three-way or no way, which is a, a surprising phrase. Yeah, three-way or no Which is what I used to have on my dating profile. Three-way or no way. <laughs>